Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Very excited this week on the podcast. I'm hyper. I'm giddy. There's like a last day of term vibe because I can't believe I'm saying this, but my guest on the podcast this week is none other than actual real life Tom Segura. One of the biggest comedians anywhere in the world. One of the best comics of his generation. I'm a huge fan of him. We made a list at the start of this year of people I'd love to get on the podcast. He was on it and he's done it. You'll know Tom from Two Bears, One Cave podcast, Your Mom's House, countless Netflix specials. He does Two Bears, One Cave with fellow friend of the pod, Burke Kreiser. And we're just, I don't know how we're getting these people, but we're getting them. I don't know what Dan's using against these people to secure them being on the pod, but we're just going to go with it. We went down to Dublin to do this episode, we took a wee tea with me road trip, and it was a very nice time. This is wild that we're doing this. By the way, uh, the idea that someone of this magnitude would do our wee podcast um, just blows me away, so I'm very excited to just meet Tom, never mind do a podcast with him. This is great. I, I'm, I've never been more nervous about making someone a cup of tea. You know, I hope you like it, Mr. Tom. It's going to be a great time. Thank you very much once again to Tom Segura for agreeing to do this podcast. This is mental. Before we get into the pod, got to plug a few things. Number one, patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. There is more exclusivity on this Patreon than the than Soho House. Let me tell you that. We have Patreon only events left, right, and center. We 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 just had um last th- night. Last night we just had an event that is only for Patreons. We're gonna do a Patreon only podcast in the Lyric and Belfast. We're doing London and what date, Dan? Twenty sixth of May. Twenty sixth of May. We're doing Tea with Me podcast in London. Those tickets went out first. The people on Patreon. Bonus episodes, live stream. We're gonna do so much more this year with it. So check out that if you're a big fan of the pod. We are sponsored by Nord VPN. Now you're going to see what's a, what's a VPN? That's a virtual private network that protects your internet connection and privacy online. You know, I I just did my first tour of Australia, and when I was out there, I wanted two things, three things. I wanted to meet a koala, which I got to do. Shout out to Paddington koala, that was his name, Paddington in uh, the the zoo in Sydney, which was great. Got to meet him. They said. I paid money to get a photo with him and then I didn't realise we'd be that close and then they went, you can pet him and I said, ah, I'd rather not and the, the zookeeper lady went, no, 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 you have to and I went, ah, don't don't force me into it, I don't have to do it but I'll stand near him. So if you see that photo that I posted, look at the terror in my face because I'm trying to smile but also I've heard that they rip uh, literally the insides out of uh, Asian tourists sometimes. Um, I also wanted, I wanted to be online, right? But when I was online, I wanted to do two things. I wanted to make sure I could still access my favourite content from home when I was abroad. Things like, um, you know, give my headpiece. Things like Final Score NI. Things like Lesser Spotted Ulster, if that's still going. And I wanted to be safe when I was doing so because I didn't want these hackers getting in, getting into my head, stealing my passwords, hack, just hacking, you know, piracy. <laughs> I want to browse in complete privacy <laughs> of my own home. 
So if you're thinking of catching up on your favourite podcast using public Wi-Fi, hey, make sure you're not the only one listening. You are the, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, Dan. Make sure you're the only one listening because you might not be. We all saw that spy balloon. Cheers, China. <laughs> you want to take your cybersecurity to the next level. NordVPN works across everything. I don't know what this thing is, but you need it. Windows, Mac, OS, iOS, Android, Linux, Gary Linuxer, and even Android TV. You grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash tea with me to get a huge discount. You purchase a two-year plan, you get a four-month bonus on top. That's 20% extra threat protection. I think we're also sponsored by Manscaped. These guys have been with us since the dawn of this podcast, and will continue. We're like we're like allies. We're like um, we're like uh, you know America and Mexico. I think I think it's all right now. I think they might. It's it's all good. Manscaped is the number one in men's below the belt grooming. I'm talking about your down under, and when I was down under, you better believe that I. W- I walked into Australia, and their customs people said anything to declare, and I said only the smoothest sack in Europe. And and they said, okay, I'll take your word for it. And I said, don't just take my word for it. Let me pull down my trousers and pants in the arrivals area of Melbourne Airport. They said, sir, that's illegal. You'll go to jail for this. I said, I'll I'll fall on my sword, and by that I mean my smooth penis. Because I have used. <laughs> it's it's bent. It's broken. I have used the number one men's grooming product range. These guys have everything. I would love you to call up Manscaped and see if there's something they haven't thought of when it comes to your dick and balls. And they've been under it. Perineum. Or is that a mountain range? They have everything. They've got the Lawnmower 4.0. By the way, I've got the inside lead. All I'm saying is there might be a 5.0 in production. They've got ball toner, ball deodorant, ball wipes, lip balm. They've got everything. Use code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping. Cheers to Manscaped for being with us for so long. Let's get into this podcast. You're always doing the ads. I have to to support the podcast. Don't do them. Ah! Let's get into this episode with brand new friend of the podcast. Can't believe we're doing this, but we've done it. Please welcome... Tom Segura. May I prepare some tea? Sure. Now, what's your... Are you like a tea drinker? No. Okay. So, have you ha- you haven't had like Irish or British tea? I mean, I've had it before, but like not on any regular basis. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to... Would you like me to pour for you first? Sure. Whatever. It's going to be... If I pour me first, it's going to be... The, the first cup's going to be a little bit weaker. So, would you would you like the weaker or the stronger tea? I think I'll probably take the stronger tea. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll pour first then. Because uh, like... Obviously, this is a traditional. This is traditional Irish tea. Yeah, I did. Um, we were just talking before this. I did my first Australia tour, and um, backstage at the show, well, after the show, some guys from home came up and had like a, you know, like a zip bag, like a sandwich bag, mm-hmm. and came up to me and was like, "That's for you." And the tour guy was like, "I didn't see anything. It was genuinely tea bags. Tea bags on the road. People will bring me tea bags." And you really? Yeah, yeah. You're a huge tea fan. Sure. Yeah, and you can't like. Around the world, it's different. Like, they'll claim to have it. Mm-hmm. You know, in America, they'll be like, we've got breakfast tea, yeah. but it's just not... Shit tea. It's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not right. Is um, it just weak? 
it's weak and there's just I don't know I need a cup of tea wherever I am to settle myself you do like I don't really drink that much neither but, do I but, but before a show I need a cup of tea you do yeah okay. I'll, be, I'll be like I'll be off if I don't you know nice so I travel with my own stuff you travel with your own tea yeah yeah That's I, like I not was... much of it like not a weird amount but yeah I will I will travel with it I respect it so I and you, think... you're okay with almond milk I think I'll do you have regular milk too yeah we've got regular I'll do regular okay yeah here we go. Now, I just want your honest opinion on this. Do okay. you, w strong or weak? Strong? Sure, whatever. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'd never drink tea. Okay, I think this might unlock a new thing. Really? Yeah. I would say that if I'm sick, Yeah. or like if I have a meal that is like too much, you're like, let's get some You'd digestive tea. But I never go like, oh, my day doesn't feel right. Let me get a cup of tea. <laughs> I like can't start. Yeah, I can't start my day. Yeah. Like I had a, I have two kids under three. Oh, and Jesus, last night, you're in it. Last night was a bad night, mm -hmm. sleep-wise. This morning, 6 a.m., cup of tea. It's all good. Oh, really? It's all good. Okay. So, so, yeah, just cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Here we go. That's nice. Yeah? Yeah, I like You it. don't feel like, yeah, you know. I would tell you this tastes like dog piss, but okay. it doesn't. You think it's okay? Mm-hmm. There's something comforting in that. That's you know, nice. You know, everything's lifted a little bit. <laughs> you, doing, um, you doing this podcast is a very kind gesture. Like, I really appreciate you coming to do it. No, I appreciate the invite. I want to ask you, is there something that somebody did for you when you were coming up that you really appreciated like someone really established whether you went on their show or they came on yours oh i mean that that was that was done a number of times i mean for podcasting wise i would say you know i first um i did rogan before it was this monster like he i did i'm on like episode three seven nine right. twelve fifteen like i'm in like a and that, that was was that when podcasting wasn't the huge it was 2009 it was. right so Nobody was like, oh, you're doing rote. Like, it was just like he was trying this thing. Right. And I thought he was mental patient for doing <laughs> it. And he was like, come over again. I was like, to do your fucking thing again? <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I called it a podcast. I was like, to do like your audio recording right. thing? <laughs> yeah. um, but even like after, after they started to gain steam, like after they started to get bigger. Yeah. You know, I think anytime I do, one, I do, I do his, I still feel like it's such a generous gesture. Mm -hmm. Um uh, on his part, he's come on mine. Uh, Burr um, was a guest multiple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, like, anytime, I think when those comics were doing that, especially when I was, like, trying to, like, establish the show and, and uh, an audience, that I was super grateful to have that. Yeah. yeah. And then also those guys take me on the road. That was a, another, like, extension of that generosity, you know? Like, I remember Russell Peters... Uh, brought me to do O2 Arena with him in 2010. Oh, in London? In London, yeah. Right. So we flew over and we did a warm-up show in Birmingham for uh, like 7,500 people. He was able to do a warm-up. Like, this is a warm-up show? Yeah, yeah. And then I fucking ate shit on that show. Right. And I was like, dude, that, that I ate shit. And he was like, that's because in Birmingham, his audience obviously is like a lot of Indian people. Yeah. He goes, in Birmingham, they're, right, they're straight off the boat. Right, And he goes, yeah. in, uh, in London, they'll be like second generation. The, yeah, yeah. They're, they're and he was right. Like, right. The, he's like, half of them didn't understand what you were talking right. about in <laughs> Birmingham. And then the London shows were, were rocking. Yeah. But that was 2010. 
Yeah, I um, got to do Bill Burr's Belfast show, mm-hmm. and it was the first like big act that I'd opened for. Yeah, and he was just the nicest guy backstage. Yeah, it was just like a five minute chat, and even if I hadn't have had that, I'd have been delighted. Yeah, but they said, "Oh, do you want to meet Bill?" He just travelled from somewhere pretty far in a car. I think he'd done Galway. Um, and had like a five minute chat he's like how long have you been doing stand up for yeah. and it was it was great that was the first time I'd done stand up for someone big opening's great because there's no real pressure and it doesn't take much for the audience to go this guy's alright yeah I don't know I think it can be pressure though it's probably a, your your outlook on it yeah like I I learned something from those opening days where like now any show I do I always introduce the opener, voice of God. Yes, so yeah. Like, as like a, a way of being like, I put this guy up here. I know this guy. Yeah. Have you, I was talking to you before this, I've said on Paul before about fucking up Kevin Hart's introduction yeah. when, he, when he did Dalton last time. Yeah. And it's funny, I tell anyone that and they're like, oh, that's a nightmare. But as a stand-up, you feel that anxiety when I introduced him and he wasn't there. I felt it in my soul yeah. when you were talking. Yeah. Uh, before you even got to it. I, always, <laughs> I just knew it was going to go somewhere uncomfortable. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> It was just the. It was the. I couldn't be talked down after. Have you like when you started opening for say someone like Russell Peters or back in the day when you were featuring for people? Do you fuck anything up bad? Um, I mean, I fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, the answer is yes. <laughs> I fucked up a number of things. I mean, I remember. I remember even doing like Melrose, the the improv in L.A. Oh yeah, yeah. Which cool. is not like this huge, huge show, but just like being. Um, newer and forgetting who I'm going to bring up next. Right, right, right. And I remembered yeah. that I think his name was, for, I already forgot again, I, I think his, his name was Peter Berman. Right. And I fuck, just in those moments when you're just nervous, <laughs> yeah. I go, give it up for Mr. Berman. <laughs> and he got on stage and lit my <laughs> ass up. He's like, what am I, your fucking math teacher? Like, he just, he fucking lit me up, dude. And because, I was Because mortified. you could only remember a certain name. And I go, get yeah. Berman's together. too familiar. <laughs> just Mr. Berman. Berman. <laughs> because it also makes it seem like he's going to do a character. Oh, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's the worst way you can introduce somebody. And he was he walked on the stage, he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know him. He just makes it, you know. Yeah. He's like, are you trying to bust my balls? Like, <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. Um... In the little like work in progress shows that Kevin Hart was doing, he uh, the first night he went to do a fist bump, mm-hmm. and I and it was kind of like dark in the room. It was the first time bringing him on stage, and I went for more of a higher handshake and did like like kind of hugged his fist, <laughs> and it was just and I held him there for slightly too long, and there was, and every time all it takes is something like that for me to go. I'm never going to work again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no one cares. No one cares. Like no that guy cares. was just messing about with you. But like, yeah, it would take someone really evil to be like, this guy's done. I remember I did. Um, I think it's called the Shoreline Amphitheater with Chappelle, and it was, but it was like a a long lineup. Right. Like right. a fucking the longest lineup. So it was like six comics each doing twenty. Intermission, six more comics. Oh shit! Right. You know, like one of those festival type mm-hmm. environments. Twenty-two thousand people at this thing in a like a stadium? amphitheater outside okay. amphitheater, right, right? right? So like the, where the lawn goes up, you know. Yeah. And I was second to last, <laughs> so they had seen yeah <laughs> like 
15, I don't know how many comics. Yeah. It's the worst slot, actually, because every time they're like, this must be Dave. Yeah. And then they're like, are you ready? And they're like, yes. And they're like, one more. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And I was, I remember I was like, man, I fucking, I got up there and it, you can only see like a few hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's literally 20,000 people there. Yeah. And the people I was, I was doing like this, like really low key, slow burn mm -hmm. bit. And I, I just saw people like yeah. <laughs> doing that. Yeah. And there was this moment in my head where I seriously, I can't believe I, like this is true, but I contemplated going, I think tonight's not my night and just walk off. Right. Like I actually thought yeah. I was going to do yeah. that. And then I just finished the set. And I heard a, an ovation and I got off and I was like, man, I think I ate shit. Right. And I had other people being like, no, 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 you just like, you did great. And I was like, no, that was, that was terrible. Yeah. And I didn't want to do those types of shows again. Right. It right. probably was yeah. like a couple of years before I did it again. Yeah. Because I internalized how that felt so strongly. Yeah. Like it fucking just, I thought, I felt like I was bombing. Yeah. And then it was weird because like you go online and you're seeing like people at the show and they were like, that was great. Cause they're, they don't see the faces you saw. Yes. They're yeah. like a mile back. Yeah. And they're, they're like, they think it went well, but those, those types of shows still kind of traumatize you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the first time I did, it was the venue that Bill Burr did. It's called the Ulster Hall in Belfast. Holds like a thousand. And the first time I did that by myself, I'd never done a room that size or been told, hey, the laugh's going to take a while to travel back to you. Yeah. So the first, that's true. In my opening bit, I thought I didn't get a laugh because 0.1 second went by without a laugh. Yeah. So I was like, shit, I need to fill this time. I watch it back. There's no gap in anything I do because I didn't think the laugh was coming. So maybe like 40 minutes into you gotta, the set. You got to take a breather. Or the second night I realized, like, oh, that takes a while to get to you. Yeah, we call it arena pacing. Right. Where you have to slow everything down a couple of gears. Yeah. Like you have to because. I remember the next time doing a room like that and going, you just wait for the joke and doing a punchline and going like, it's coming. And then it just did. I was like, did, yeah. Sometimes it also will just not get a laugh. What do you think of Dublin? You've been over here a lot to do shows? No, this is a, I can't remember if this is my second or third time. Oh, okay. So I think, I think it's my third time here. Yeah. I can't even totally remember. Um, I think it is. And do you do like, when you're in a city, you seem like you do like active stuff as opposed to more than I used to. Yeah. But still like you still have to set a limit to it. Yeah. This yeah. is a very, very taxing tour mm -hmm. that I've been on. How many shows? Well, there's this leg of the tour. Yeah. And then there's the tour. Like, mm -hmm. so for the whole tour, which ends for me, this entire tour ends for me in like 10 days. It's 303 shows. It's probably more shows than I've ever done. I've been doing stand-up for 16 years. So many shows. Dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this leg of the tour, I don't remember. The, it's 40 days. It's a lot of days. Yeah. And, Europe? Uh, just Europe? Yeah. And so, like, there was days where, like, we had days off in Paris before, yeah. like, before and after our show there. And I just remember, like, one day I was just like, you know, we had a car pick us up. And we had, you know, the Louvre. And then we're going to go to the... 
Fondation, what is it, uh, Louis Vuitton for their exhibit. Ex so we're like, mm -hmm. dude, by the second place, we were like, let's go back to the hotel, man. Yeah. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Because it's the, the mental exhaustion of like, where oh, are we yeah. going? Where, where do we walk in? How do we see shit? Yeah. So, I mean, I try to like see some things that are compelling to see. Like, I, I like art, so I'm going to go try to see some, some art or... Some, if we find something in a city, like when we go to Reykjavik, I do want to do, they have like these hot springs. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there's things like that. But I also found that you can overdo it. Definitely. You know, you have to like, yeah, you have yeah. to pace yourself. Yeah, because I like doing Australia there, I'd never done it before. Because my kids are really young. I was like, I'll do the shortest trip possible. Mm -hmm. So send me over there, but let's pack all the shows in. Mm -hmm. So I think I did nine shows in 13 days. Mm -hmm. And we were traveling like cross, like the route didn't make sense. Instead of like traveling like this way, it was like go there, come back to there, yeah, go back yeah. to there. And it was all going good. And then on like the third last day, I said to a guy that I know who lives there, I was like, can you like get me a koala? Like not the key. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He yeah. seemed like, you know, just you know a guy would know where there would yeah. be that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, he'll have to jump on it. And he's like, I know a place. And I went to meet a koala. And it's called like the VIP koala experience. But yeah. in the state I was in, you're not allowed to hold them. So there's a parts of Australia where they're like, get a photo, yeah, hug this guy. Brisbane lets you do that, I think. right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what can you do here? He's like, you can be near it and kind of touch it. And there was a moment where I was like, I think all the excitement of meeting the koala, and then realizing I was missing my kids so much hit me. And I, there's a photo of me with a koala, and, like, and inside I'm crying. Yeah, you know, it all sure. just, it just, it got so much. Yeah, it. it Koalas fucking... the same size as one of my kids. Sure. So like. <laughs> At that moment, that all just got the better of me. Yeah, there's times where I get super sad. Yeah, I get lonely on tour. Yeah, and, and this is too like it's too long. We signed up for too like all those yeah. things are like the regular conversation that I have. Yeah, and it's it's uh, I have kids, and you know I think they're a little bit older than yours, but they're um, yeah you miss them and yeah because people think oh people are like oh you got FaceTime but like sometimes that makes it more difficult. Oh, it's you can't be part of it. I mean, it's good to see stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you miss. Although them. when I came back from even though I was away for two weeks. When I came back from Australia, my son was like, my older son, big, like, run and jump into my arms and stuff. And I, there was a selfish part of me that thought, I should go away more. Yeah. Because I love that moment. Yeah, you know? it's great. So I t if, he's, if he's misbehaving at the minute, I'm like, I'm going to go away. I'm going away. I'm and if you tell Australia. them that, it can really leave an impact. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, if you know, if you misbehave, I'll leave again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, who knows if I'll come back yeah. that time. Yeah. Daddy's going back that. to Australia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, the, have, have you held a koala? Yeah. Held? Held, held. Yeah, I have a photo. It's like one of the happiest photos I think that I own of myself. Like where I'm like, yeah, like, I'm can't, so smiling. You can't be cool in a photo with a koala. No, it's adorable. They yeah. smell like shit though. They've got chlamydia as well. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, but I don't know how easy it is to get chlamydia off a koala because you can't. Pardon? You can't. You can't get chlamydia off a koala. You can't. It's a different strain. Oh, so even if you were to like, you can be, fuck it. You, you can. still can't. You're fine. Yeah, you can fuck ten of them. You'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was part of the VIP experience yeah, yeah, that I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just I was missing my kid. I wasn't. That's in the mood why they charge you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The I also at the start I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to record myself reading bedtime stories to my kids. I'll send one every day. But the first one got such a pop mm -hmm. that I just didn't do it again. <laughs> I was like, like, I killed it with the first one. If you kill it, you're you like, know, I, you don't want to walk away. That's yeah. like, you're a pro. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's crazy the, the way people were like, have you? So my sons are three and nine months, and people are like, have you brought them out to Australia? I'm like, we're not doing a 25-hour flight. No. With me in business and them in coach. No I was way. like, we're not doing that. No way. You know? I, I don't understand people that travel internationally with 
little littles yeah. at all. Like I have friends that did like one of my cousins. Oh, we took our six month old to Tokyo. I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> but like he loves it. Oh, he was like, it was great. <laughs> she was great on the flight. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And you enjoyed Tokyo yeah. with your six month old? <laughs> yeah. I just there's just different ways of doing things, I guess. It, how is the way you travel? So say the first time you say you came over to London mm -hmm. compared to now, like when you travel, what's like a thing you really like? And if they don't have that, you're kind of disappointed. Like what's like a comfort thing? Because probably just happy to there's this thing that seems like extraordinary. Like people probably would see this or hear about this and be like, well, that is other level yeah and then you realize it's very accessible right and like it costs money but it's not out of this world and that is airport greeters right so you just contact through either your travel agent or airlines yeah. an airport greeter right Do you know what that is is it so like they have the sign when you arrive well so this is like it, it depends so depending on your travel if you let's say you were arriving from the u.s and you were going to land in London, and then mm -hmm. you're going to connect and go to Munich or something, yeah. right? So you'd land in London, and when you get off the plane, there's somebody there. Right. That's like, yeah, your name. Yeah. And takes you through the airport. Oh, I takes saw you this to customs. in Qatar. Yeah, they take you through any, if there's like customs that they take you through there, and they take you to the next plane. They basically like make sure you know where everything is. Oh, okay. They also have them for like when you arrive in a city, like, yeah, hey, yeah. this is where you go. So. Those airport readers are like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, okay. But people think that they're like, this is like... Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, or like the airline gave it to you because they know, yeah. like, you're like, no, 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 you just book it. Right, right. You book it and it makes the tra the stress of travel kind of, I think, go down a lot. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because I like, because I drink almond milk, I need to find somewhere in the airport that does almond milk because mm -hmm. I, I need tea when I fly. God, you're so fucking into tea. <laughs> You don't. This is crazy. You think you have an idea of how much I'm into it? It's yeah. way more than it's that. It's way more. But I'll get like, here's what I'll do. I'll buy a little bottle of water. Yeah. Empty it. Go to a cafe. Can you guys fill that up with a little? And I'm happy to pay, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't really be happy to pay. I'm not happy to yeah, pay. Yeah, sure. But I'll say, hey, can I get a little bit? I'm happy to pay, but the way I'm saying it, they yeah. know I'm not happy yeah. to pay. <laughs> and then I get that. And that goes, so when they do tea during the flight, that's when I bring out my little, yeah. my little bottle. So I wouldn't like I I would love a greeter if in his back pocket he had a little bit of almond. You could probably request it. Yeah, you could probably. They wouldn't. It. I don't think they charge you extra for that. No, especially if they met you, they'd be like, "Oh, this guy doesn't want to pay for yeah, this." No. Yeah, yeah. See, um, dude, see, my you know my cousin is obsessed with real maple syrup. I thought you were going to say me, and I was like, "This is wild." <laughs> They're American. That's the <laughs> coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Almost real maple syrup. Right. Okay. And he like he's his favorite thing in the world is waffles. You oh, know, yeah. he likes. And like, he travels with real maple syrup. Right. And it's. But you're saying real? What do you? Is there like a brand? So that is the brand. Aunt Jemima's. So that's like that's fake. That's not that's not real. That's like that's not. Um, but that's what's it called? Like um, that's like it's like comes out like almost like jelly, oh. and it's um, just way through pounds my... of sugar. You know, it, it's manufactured. Real yeah. maple syrup. You just you know. I guess you. I don't know. I think you stick your thumb in a tree and it comes out or something. Yeah. But it's <laughs> it's the real thing, right? So he hates that Im imitation stuff. That like 
Yeah. A lot of diners would have like like kind of, you know, like a Yes, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a Denny's or whatever yeah. place would be like this and it wouldn't be real. It'd be like that thick right. bullshit. And he's so obsessed that like you'll go to a restaurant with him and he's like <laughs> and you're like, Do you have maple syrup in your pocket? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> For the stick? <laughs> and he like flies with it, like yeah. I mean I can't think that's weird because I do you know. exactly the same thing. Yeah. But also my childhood's kind of been shattered because my dad when he brought out the Aunt Jemima's, he was, he was like, this is real. Mm. This is the real maple syrup. whole thing's been a lie. That's not real maple syrup, yeah. I got got by, this was a first for me on this trip, the eBay people. Yeah. Which sounded like a sci-fi group. Uh-huh. Um, I was staying in the same hotel in Perth as Bert. And, Where'd you guys stay? Uh, the Westin. Oh, you should have stayed at the... Is there a better place? In Perth? Yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. I think I even told him. Right. Como, the treasury. Okay. I just go because I've never been. I'm still at the point where I'm just happy to be there. I know, but it's such a cool hotel. Right, right, right. I think it used to be a bank or a okay. treasury building. That's right. like, well, you know when hotels, you're like, what the hell? How did? And it's like they took over a, basically transformed the building. There's a bit of character about it. <sighs> that one's so rad. Shit, I go. To All this, right, you're at the Westin. Anyway, I go to this place. It's the night of the show. Now, I've never been to Australia. A lot of time, it's Irish people who live in Australia uh-huh. that are coming to see me. Some Australian people. Um, and the shows are like relatively, especially compared to what Bert was doing out there, small shows. Um, so I don't think anyone knows me but the people that are coming to the shows. And I was collecting an Uber Eats outside the hotel like an hour before my pickup. Yeah. And there was like a middle-aged Australian lady came up to me and she said, I'm really looking forward to coming to your show tonight. And I could, because she was Australian, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, she's obviously booked this hotel for the night. So she said, could I get a, an autograph and brought it an autograph book? And this never happened. I'm like, I've never really done an autograph. And she said, yeah, I'm ex- my show was in a place called Freo Social. She's like, I'm excited for your show in Freo Social. And I was like, oh, she's very official. And I said, who will I make this out to? She said her name and I sign it. And I'm trying to have a little bit of crack with her, trying to have a joke mm-hmm. with her. Uh, sorry, crack is like, you know, we say for like yeah. fun or laugh. Um, so I signed this autograph book and I was like, that's great. And I, I keep saying to her, what a small world that you ran into me. Like one hour before the show. Yeah. That's wild. And then this other Australian lady comes up at the same age and she's like, I'm really excited for your show tonight in Freo Social. Could I get an autograph? And I was like, what are the chances? I go, yeah. <laughs> Who do I make it out to? And then there's an Asian guy in an unbelievable shirt mm-hmm. and he has a f- professional camera. He said, could I get a selfie of us? And I said, that's a very professional camera and a very amazing shirt. Thinking like, he'll love these two compliments. He's not laughing. He's like, do you have a message for your Australian fan base? I said, it might be all of us here. You three might be it. So I'm like, he'll love that banter. He's not laughing. Nothing. But I was like, maybe he though is like so nervous because he's meeting like his favorite Northern (laughs) Irish comedian. And he's like, can I have an autograph? I'm like, I've dropped Uber Eats. I'm like so into this. Who do I make it out to? The first woman said, could I get also an autograph from my kids? She said, they're... 30, something like, they're 32, 19, 7, and 3. And I'm like, yeah. 32, 19, 7, Something and three. like that. I'm like, no worries. Taking an, And then the last lady brings out this black card, silver Sharpie, and says, could you sign this but not make it out to anyone? And I'm like, yes. And I signed it. Feeling, I went back up to my room, king of the world. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I, I got ready for the show, go down to meet the driver. He's like an Aussie guy who, who's from the city. He does all the shows. I get in the car and I was like, I signed autographs for people today. I was like, I think that this is unbelievable. These people were Australian. 
what are the chances? He said, was there an Asian guy in a wild shirt? I was like, yeah. He goes, they're eBay people. I, I did not understand. Yeah. And then when I went to the show and they weren't there, it all made so much sense. Sure. Like they'd researched where my show was. Yeah, they get, they're really good at it. They're really good at it. And the other thing they start to do is um, they'll show up places. Like they're, sometimes they're at airports. Yeah. Wild. He said that's where he sees them because he yeah. just had the 1975, the band over. You land and they're like, because they'll just be like, well, you're coming from here. Yeah. And what they'll do is like the savvy ones, they will bring up um, things that like, like if it's on the podcast. Yeah. They'll bring that up in the moment. Right. So to distract you from the fact that they're asking you to do this. So they'll be like, can you believe he travels with almond milk? And you're like, what? And they're like, they're like <laughs> yeah. right? Isn't that nuts? And you're like, I think so. Yeah. And you start signing and they're like, dude, that other thing you said about the maple syrup. Yeah. I can't believe you know, my dad loves maple syrup. And they start talking to you. So you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you kind of uh, are keyed into it, then it just kind of pisses you off. Oh, like you see them and you're like. I'm so gutted that I Knew that I know the truth. Yeah. Uh, and they, by the way, they fuck, like, you know, Tops makes baseball cards. Yeah. And they made these comedian baseball cards. Okay. Right? A series of- I feel like that's very niche. It's very niche, but there's a collector's market for it. So what they did was- Do you have one? Yeah, they made one of me. That's cool. It was kind of cool, but they made it for like all these comics. And then the collectors, they come out to these places and they have a binder- like 20 of them. Right. And they're like, do you mind signing these? And you're like, sign these 20. <laughs> and then if you go on like eBay stuff, they sell them for like 500 bucks. Ah. Because, not because they're, they're worth, but like they're worth that to a collector. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically working for this autograph who's like, just hook it up. And yeah. you're like, you mean yeah. make these $500 each? Yeah. Okay. I'm unbelievably curious to know what my autograph is going to fetch on Australian eBay. It's going to fetch something, dude. I'm going to buy you it. Think. You I'm going to buy it and buy put it up in the podcast studio. Yeah, You should. You should make a huge thing of yeah. it. Yeah. Blow it up. But I, I can I can believe. I, it's just when the guy picking me up, it just clicked with him straight yeah. away. What's like... See, Wait, people, what's your travel thing? What is your thing that you can't live without when you travel? Well, is it just almond milk? I'd never flown business, ever. Yeah. I'd never done... It, I think it's kind of like we have like an Irish thing it's of, hard to go of back. like... That's the thing. I'll never fly. It's hard to go back. I'll never not fly business now. Yeah. It's, you don't know. See, when they, they bring me a menu and then I order the food and then I knew a guy was on the same flight and he was like, you know, you can get these meals outside of the designated meal times. And I was like, I'm going to ask for a water at some point in this. And they brought it. Yeah. I'm like getting want. out my wallet. I'm like, what do I, and they're like, hey. Whatever you want, man. The hot towel. And there's like a little storage cupboard. I just oh, put my man. headphones in that. So cool. so cool to hear you breaking down and how they, flying they, works. They, <laughs> they they came so I sat on my seat and Did you uh, see how that buckle just comes on and off and you can Yeah. But they, and they don't check. No, they don't check. And you can lay all the way back? Did you lay all the way back? I did I didn't I didn't know that. I pressed the button. My seat went a little bit like this. Huh? And you were and I was like, like, Oh shit, and I'm trying to like get the guy to be like, my seat's broken. Um and I realized it goes flat. Then when I did a flat, the man came up and I'm like, I'm going to be in trouble now. Like, I shouldn't have done this. Um, and he, the man came up and said, would you like me to make your bed? I was like, uh, yeah. He goes, here, take these pajamas. Why don't you go put the pajamas on when you come? When I came back, he had put like a sheet, mm -hmm. a blanket. And like, oh, it was, I couldn't believe. It's the greatest. It, but it'll never be that because it was my first time. Yeah, that's It'll never like be it. better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think if you walk on and you're used to that and it doesn't, 
Right. Have that amazing thing. It should thing. have that impact. Yeah. Some, some of it, yeah, for sure. But even like, I'd never really even been in a lounge before. So I'm like taking an extra kind of diet What airline did you bag. fly? Qatar. Okay. Ooh, that's one of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I remember the first time I did Qantas. Yeah. On the A380 from LA to Melbourne. And it was like mm-hmm. pods. Yeah. You know, and yep. They had a tasting menu. Yeah. They're like, do you want a, <laughs> or do you want a 12 course taste? I was like, on the plane? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. So it was like a Michelin star service yeah. on a plane. But I, I feel like everybody there was a frequent business person. Sure. Because I was making eye contact with every, all the other passengers. Yeah. Like, and they're like, the fuck yeah. Grow up. I'm like, jump yeah. in my bed. Come yeah. on, like, let's, <laughs> this is wild. No, that's cool, like, though. I think it's uh, like, yeah. At least you want to take a moment, even if you get used to it, yeah. to like appreciate it. Oh, it I keeps definitely you did. like yeah. Well, because as well, I was busy saying throw me straight into the shows when I arrive. I think I had to sleep on the way there, otherwise it would have taken me a long time to feel good. When you were in Australia, yeah, did you do intermissions? Well, that's it. We do intermissions are standard here. I know. So we that's the only thing we all complain about is that you guys have intermissions because we don't do them anywhere else. So. In North America, yep. in South America, yep. in Western Europe, in Australia, in New Zealand, we just sit down and we watch a fucking show yeah. for 90 minutes. And here you guys are like, hey, it's been 15 minutes. Can we take a break? <laughs> yeah, because you know what we need? What? A little cup of tea in the intermission. A little cup of tea. We need to just bring it back down. Uh-huh. We, so the first time I did, I did my first America tour in about October or something last year. And uh, the improv, you mentioned, is one of the places <laughs> yeah. I did. And I asked him about the intermission. I was like, "There's no intermission." I said, "Could we ha- could we have one?" It seemed like a big. Day. So I was like, "It doesn't matter." But when I, like when I went to see Bert in Perth, two openers, him straight on to do a long set. We I think our venues like to have an intermission because people that come to our shows drink so much at the show that really? you really need a bar break. When I did London, um, I did this theatre in London right in the middle of Soho, and the first time I did it. The venue manager came up to me after and was like, "We, we have sold out of alcohol." God. Uh, so now when I do that, it's called Leicester Square Theatre. Mm-hmm. When I do that same place, they f- if they when they see I've booked it, they phone the suppliers ahead of time because there's an Irish comic coming. They bring in extra booze. So when I notice when I go to American shows, you you, have, you guys have at the club shows a two drink minimum. Mm-hmm. We do not. That is not needed here. No. That that's we should have a two drink maximum. Yeah. People will people have drinks before the show, one or two sitting during the show, during yeah. the break they're gonna get drinks. If we had if we didn't have an intermission, everybody would be up and down the whole show. Really? Whole show. Yeah, I guess the only thing that I think about when when that whenever that like the first time that was proposed, I was like, Yeah, but that kills the momentum of a show. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the whole point of having an opener. Yeah. Because he goes all right, and he gets everybody in a groove, and then they're like, "And eh, why does everyone take a quick break? And we'll, yeah. we fucking, we'll come back. And you're yeah. like, what are we doing? So are you doing them here? I have to. Okay. <laughs> I fought. I yell. I was like, no. Yeah. And they wanted to charge me some crazy fee for not doing it. Oh, okay. Because okay. Yeah, yeah. that, that's where they make the money is the I boost. I was like, oh, fuck off. I right. feel like in Belfast, we could have made not, a non-intermission happen. Yeah? Yeah, it's sort of place where like people want more easy going. Mm. With when you when you go to Belfast, so you've never been to Belfast before. Never, no. What's your conception of it? I know misconception word is conception word. Oh yeah, I think maybe perception of it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, what's your perception of it? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think people say what's your conception of it. <laughs> we do not. We do now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't really know much about Belfast. Um, mm-hmm. I know that crazy watch dude is there. Oh uh, yeah, Nico. Yeah, I know him. Um, yeah, I might I might try to stop by. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my perception of Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean you know historically. You know, you just know, basically, I grew up in a house where we watched the news all the time. So, you, <laughs> so know, you know us. <laughs> yeah. Definitely heard of Belfast. Um, yeah. I mean, so I don't have, I don't have, um, you know, the, the thing that really stands out is you guys, I got to say, really made a name for yourself. Yeah. Um, as far as worldwide, though, when you think about mm-hmm. how small. Yep. I'm saying all of Ireland really is. Yeah, yeah. And the population. It's pretty incredible. The impact, yeah, that Irish people have had, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's oh, yeah. countries with like way bigger populations that don't like, um, uh, India. Sure. No, they've 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 done a lot of stuff actually. Like, no, let's see where this goes. Go ahead. No, no. I'm trying to think of like a big place that like ha- what what really have they done? Well, it's just that, I mean, what's the population of Ireland? Do you know? Oh, I know Northern Ireland's 1.4. I'm going to guess Ireland's like 5 million? Like six. 5, 6 million. That is fucking nothing, man. Yeah. That's not big at all. Yeah. And the whole world knows Ireland is my yeah. point. You know, no, yeah, nobody, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Ireland. Yeah. Everybody knows Irish, whether it's like, uh, um, you know, can't even think of the word. Whether it's like uh, um, stereotypes, yes, or just like genuine, like real products or people. Yep. Like everybody is aware of of your oh, yeah, people, yeah. Yeah. and to have only a population of like six, seven million on t- that's that's pretty remarkable. Well, I think it's because people had the leaf, so like people left in huge numbers sure farming so like roots were put down in so many other places yeah so like that's been building up over the years yeah uh, is it comical to you to meet people who identify as Irish and who have like basically other than blood yeah someone who's like I'm an eighth Irish or whatever or my surname or even when they're like I'm Irish but they're just you know I it's like Patty McGinney or whatever yeah. and he's, he lives I actually know him you do you know him <laughs> but he lives in like Columbus Ohio yeah. and you're like okay then. I think at the start like there there is like a snobbery here I think towards that yeah. where you're like oh fuck's sake but I think and like even even the idea that they celebrate St. Patrick's Day around the world. Yeah. I thought that was like a bit weird. But then the first time I saw it in New York, I was like, this is actually a huge compliment. Like it's this is huge. really nice. Yeah. Like people are really into it. It is a celebration. And then when you meet people in America, yeah. I, th- I always, but I always, do you, like do you, you take St. Patrick's Day seriously here? Like is it serious? Oh no, I don't know. No. Okay. Because it's just like an excuse to have. That's the only thing is that. Pint. I feel like, my whole life, yeah, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day in yeah. the states, yeah, and and like, shut down, everything's dyed green, and they're and you're like, okay, and people are like, it's fucking St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and you're I like, think if you're outside here, yeah, you wanna like, especially if people have left, they're desperate for that like part of their that, identity yeah, to be sure. celebrated. Yeah, but when you're here, every day is like St. Yeah, Patrick's sure, Day. Sure, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, New but, York turns it up for oh, St. Patrick's Day. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I did a show there once St. Patrick's Day. I was in LA for St. Patrick's Day this year. Yeah, doing a show. Uh, oh, this terrible! With hindsight, this terrible thing happened. So my mate was putting on a show in the comedy store, mm-hmm. a St. Patrick's Day show. Um, I saw his poster on Instagram a couple of weeks out. I said, "I'll come over to do that." 
if if you can get me on, mm-hmm. I'll come over and do that. No because shit. The comedy store has such a, you know, for someone even from for us the American comedians, it's such a big thing. But when you like spend your years reading about it and seeing clips and yeah, and I've been I actually saw you um, maybe about five six years ago, and I'm so I'm such a fan of American comedy. Mm. So when I went, it was like you, Sebastian, Bobby Lee, all these guys that I'm a huge fan of on the same bill for like $20 or something. So I I hold it in such high regard. So when I saw my mate was doing a show there, I was like, I'll just come for two days or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll come do a five-minute unpaid spot. Wow. No problem if you can get me in. Um, and I did it. And after I got a photo taken outside, just put it on Instagram, but I got my, you know, the wall. Yeah. So I assume your name is on the yeah, yeah. on that wall, which must be like class. Yeah. I got my mate to Photoshop when we were there and we'd had a drink. I was like, put my name on the wall beside me as I posed for this picture. So it was like Steve Harvey, me. Mm-hmm. I put the picture up, figuring out everyone's going to be like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. The amount of genuine DMs I got from friends and other comics going, man, I'm so pleased for you. Like oh. this is so good to see. Oh, and it's like, even worse. Words like you're be, you're being a really good ambassador for what you're like. You're killing it. And words like inspirational. What did you do? Take it down. I had to edit the post and write edit. We photoshopped this, um, but I because I assume everyone's going to look at that. And yeah. Be like, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. But it's the fact because the Photoshop is too good. Yeah, too good. <laughs> we should have done a Comic Sans yeah. font or something like that. Dude, we've uh, the same thing. Oh. I put like photoshopped photos up yeah. and people are like you look really good and you're like this is a purposeful filter like, I was going to ask have you done like have you ever done like a stunt or something for promo because your promo was always so good but have you ever like done something that was clearly a joke that people took seriously or that backfired like real bad I mean yeah I'm trying to think uh, like I, I think I feel anxiety with the question and yeah. my, my memories are like don't tell them yeah. <laughs> like um, yeah I mean for sure I've done the the Photoshop stuff. Uh, I've done promos, jokes that I've posted out of context. Yeah, that have backfired and gotten people really upset. Because even you posted up a, a an, I think an Instagram story or or a post for for the Dublin show. Yeah, and you were like, "Come, let's celebrate the coronation together oh, of the yeah. king." Yeah. Like that, people ninety nine out of a hundred people here will love that yeah. but on anything like that would you get some DMs? yeah you always get you always get right and that's the thing is that you realize <laughs> people have this instinct you lose it over time yeah you, you have this instinct where you want to go no no no, man like yes. i was joking yes right that's what you want to tell people initially yeah the longer you do this and the more you do it for and more people that are what the more you go like oh yeah no you let the people who get upset be upset right yeah you let the people explain to you that they're not happy about the coronation <laughs> of the king and i like let them do that you yeah. know and like people were like that's i was holding orange juice and they're like that's not guinness and i was like yeah it's orange like i was like i have my pint of guinness and they're like it's orange though i'm like so i you yeah. know instead of like responding you just let them run with that yes um yeah i have uh yeah, I've done that kind of stuff a million times where people are like, "Hey, you you know, you're wrong about that." Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's yeah, the joke. That's the joke. When you're um when you're in Belfast, say we were like curating. Mm-hmm. Is that that That's a word. Okay. If you're checking if it's a word. <laughs> Cuz I would say curating. 
because okay. we don't use a, we don't really use a G. But do you say do you do that um, Irish thing that I've heard where they say like me ma, like me ma, you know? ma yeah. But you say me. No, I say I would say my ma. Me would be more down south here. Oh, okay, Dublin and that kind of thing. They'll say like me heart. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. why? That's just cult. Like it's just, just a colloquialism, a, just a cultural language thing. Okay. Yeah, like I'll say that I I've. I subtly change words now when I travel. Yeah, yeah. You we just all do. Don't get it. We all do. I had a bit about, um, and I felt it was like a a bit that I know no matter what if a gig's going badly, I'll I'll bring this bit out and it usually does good. Yeah. And in it, I talk about being in a a queue. Mm-hmm. You guys don't use the word. Yeah. You say being in a line. Yeah. And I noticed when someone pointed that out to me, it st- it worked. You have things. to. Yeah, that yeah. I learned the the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. Like, there's this thing where somebody said to me once, they go, because in Australia, just like over here, um, people say, like, mates. Yeah, yeah. And I was seeing this American comic perform, and he was like, I was out with with my mates and yeah. all this stuff, and I was like, sounds so fucking strange to argue. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, if you don't say that, people still understand, but if you do say it, it's just like a smoother way into this thing yes. because that's the normal way of speaking yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do have to pay attention to those. I just did a Spanish set in um, Spain. Right. But I realized that- Whole set? No, I did 20 minutes. I did, so I did the hour in English and then 20 minutes in Spanish. Right. But I speak a South American Spanish. Right, okay. So now I was having to not only do it in my second language, but then remember that the Spaniards use different words. Right. So right. I'm on stage. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I feel like you're putting so much effort into that that it would take a real bastard to come up to you after and go, hey, that word. No, no, they didn't. But I, that's the thing is, I was realizing it in the moment. Yeah. Because oh, I don't okay. do the set that often. Yes. But I was like, 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 um, in all, like in the Western, or, well, in, South America and, and like in Mexico, people will say like carro for a car. Right. But in Spain, it's exclusively coche. Right. But I'm sitting there like t- saying this thing about el, el carro and I was like, I, I corrected myself on stage. I was like, ah, right, shit, right. like say coche. So like those little things, because to them, they'll be like a carro. What's like, you know. Right. That's not how we call it. Like that's not the, the way, the way. But I had to say this with the Irish thing you're, what you're saying in the down here was saying like me. Yeah. That to an American sounds like, do you know how to fucking read? Like, <laughs> do you really say me ma? <laughs> like, like, is that, it's insane. <laughs> like, I feel like you can still get away with me if you're a pirate, me artist. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like that's always, that's yeah. fine. Yes. That probably came from Irish pirates. Probably, yeah. I really like your tea, by the way. Oh yeah? Yeah. No, it'll, be, it'll not be a nice temperature at the minute. That's the thing you got to. we heat it up? Okay, even. No. Mm. Oh, you're like, oh, this, no, I don't, this, I don't done want, is done. If you enjoyed the start of it, I don't, I don't want you to, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Let's All leave right. it at that good time. Um, when you're in Belfast, if you were curating mm-hmm. a day of, if we were curating a day of fun for you, mm-hmm. what do you, what, what would you like to see? Like, do you want to see like the truck? Do you want to see like the peace line and stuff like that? Would you be interested in that? Something historical would be cool. As peace, long the peace wall. The peace wall? Yep. You say historical, it's still fully functional. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a wall that goes through Belfast. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that, really high wall that separates some people that are pretty mad. And it's other. and it's still functioning? Yeah. And it really does separate people? Yeah. There's a gate in it though. Like so you, there's doors. Who's it separating? Is it uh Catholics? Um and um, Jewish people. No, uh Protestants. Oh, Protestants. Yeah. What are you? Um I well, 
I would be in my family I would have a little bit of both but what I like to do is because that's I, back home people get obs- that's the first thing people want to know about you really oh yeah but then I feel like a good way out of it is I got circumcised about two years ago mm-hmm. so, two years ago yeah, you had yeah. an adult circumcision yeah. why because that was a thing in, that's a thing in Australia I was doing a bit about getting circumcised and one minute into it in my head I was going what if they don't have that here <laughs> But then I realized they, yeah, like they, they do. De- they definitely have dicks there. So they yeah, do. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, why did I, you have an adult circumcision? Uh, religious right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, at my foreskin was too tight. Really? Yeah. Now, the doctor said, you can try a little bit of this. This was also peak COVID. So you were going, to, you were bored. So Wait, how like, old are you? Huh? How old are you 34. now? 34. So you were 32? Yeah. You went to all the way to 32. Yeah. I haven't had a tight foreskin for 32 years. It just started getting tight. It started getting tighter? Yeah. Is your dick growing? <laughs> yeah. How do you get tighter? Tea. That's why I drink tea. It just, I, I honestly don't know, but it was a time where in COVID you were just, you were looking for things to do. You're so like, when it got I'll address these to dick me, issues. I, you might, I might need to get a circumcision. I was like, well, that's something to do. Wait, can we back it up? Absolutely. So, I, well, I can't anymore, but. <laughs> so all the way up until, let's say pre-COVID. Yeah. Do you ever have any tightness issue with your foreskin? No. Nothing? No. COVID starts. Yeah. And you're like, man, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And like, does it feel tight? You mean just when you're erect? Like, so No, no, just generally. So just flaccid? It was trying to like, I wasn't, mine, mine never closed really at the top. The foreskin? Yeah. So it was open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Always like a bit. That was just my natural position. But how is it supposed to be? It's supposed to close all the way? I've seen quite a few that, that like don't just close, but there's a little bit that hangs off the edge. Yeah, and that's how it's supposed to be. I, well, I don't know. And yours was not like that? Mine was not like that. Then mine started to close a little bit. So you can actually answer this question yep. that people discuss all the time. Yeah. Because there's these anti-circumcision people. Like it's a very big movement, right? If, even if it's medical? No, I'm oh. saying people people who are like, oh, don't do it to kids. Yeah, they're like, it's a, yes. you know, it's horrific. You're torturing and dismembering like it's, yeah, and you're destroying like what the sensation could have been. Yeah, and then you have adults like myself who go, well, like I only know what it feels like circumcised, and I'll tell you this, it feels pretty fucking good. Oh, you're cut too. Yeah, I mean, I was cut at cut at birth though, right? Like, right. So I don't know. But since you actually have been an, yep. an adult in situations, do you notice a difference? In sensation. I'll say this. Wouldn't thank you for a foreskin now. You would not? Would not. So you're happy without it? If it was an option for me to have a clip-on one, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. No. I have not looked back since. And does does anything feel any differently? No. For the first couple of months, sure. even a slight change in wind direction, would affect I had you. to go inside. You but, know, like anything. But the actual act, like when you're in a sexual state, yeah. nothing is... You don't feel like, oh man, I've lost a sensation. I've no. lost feeling. No, no. But so we can. Why don't you like? Why don't you become like this huge pro circumcision advocate? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that like puts out videos. Yeah, but I think wait. I think the best thing is wait until you've had a, had a foreskin for a while, yeah. and then see what it's like without. Because that's the jump. You're like, this is so much better without. Is it so much better? Yeah, the admin is gone. Yeah, the admin of like, like. Taking care of foreskins, like you know, taking care of your car. Really? Normally it just runs, but you, you've got to clean it. You've got to do things. 
one time I was playing indoor football or soccer uh-huh. and I got like the ball hit right the end of my dick mm-hmm. and my it like it swore it did yeah and then I needed to piss and it was like a, it was like a bullfrog's throat you know it was like stuck inside yeah um, and there's just no issues now now the only thing that the worst thing that did happen is they said for like a week after you get it done don't do anything strenuous stay in the house sit down I thought you know when sometimes people say stuff you think yeah yeah you like, probably do the opposite. Come on. Man. I went for like a 5K walk to get some fresh air after it. Horrific decision. Really? Yeah. It got infected. It got infected from yeah, the walk? Yeah, yeah, I had to put a cream on it, but then it was fine. But like, the only thing that was sad is they didn't, um, they didn't offer me it, you know, to, to, to keep. So I was, I was very curious as to like what they do with that. How much do they trip off? How much, how much is it? Oh, uh, probably like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was like, I, well, I don't know because I would say my foreskin was probably stretch, but then they they would probably stretch. What's it your out. lady think? Huh? What's your lady think? Weird, really, really weird at the start. She said to me, at, I I said like the day off. I went, does this look weird? Bear in mind, there's black stitches the whole way around it. Looked like I was wearing a goth choke chain. She said at the very start, she's like, no, I think that's fine. And then months later, went, I lied when I said that looked fine. I thought you made a terrible mistake. But now it's it's fine. No. Does she have a preference? Does she like it more now? No preference. No preference. No pre- She sees me as a happier guy. Yeah. Sans foreskin. Sans foreskin. But um. But yeah, I could. If a, don't get me wrong, if a circumcision company approached me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, for moral reasons, be like I can't get involved. Yeah. I I could. To be fair, I would push out a promo code if I had it. Because like when I'm traveling doing stand up in the circumcision, but I have like in Australia, I was like I got circumcised during COVID. Who circumcised? The amount of people that aren't shock me. Yeah. But then we don't get it done here. You don't? Nobody would get it done here. Yeah. I thought Unless it was for like medical reasons. Pretty standard in the yeah. in the States. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Wait, so this goes back to what do you say when you're home? You said the first thing people want to know is are you Protestant or Catholic? Catholic. So what do you say? I say I'm circumcised now, so I'm Jewish. Okay. <laughs> so because I, I don't should know. Should I lie I'm, when I'm there? Uh, go hard line one way or the other. Hard line? Yeah. Okay. Lo- say you're a hardline loyalist which means not in Dublin no that would be more the Protestant side or you're a Republican if you're the other side so I'm a fucking Republican then but yeah <laughs> dude I, I was raised that. by fucking <laughs> South American Catholics yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna you, dig you, my heels you can in. only go one side of the peace wall fucking Catholic yeah. <laughs> But you can do like a, it's called a black taxi tour in Belfast. Yeah. And you, it's like old traditional like London cabs and you get in and it's usually like an ex-prisoner. Yeah. Who t- nowadays they're like the tour guides. What's the origin of the, of the, you know, the conflict? Like why do Protestants and Catholics not, because like, let's be honest, if you're Catholic, you're the OG. So you came first, you're the real deal. Everyone else is kind of, <laughs> so what, what do these... <laughs> What do these fake-ass Protestants want? <laughs> they want... Um, they want to stay... Now, it'll change over time. Some people tell you different things. You would say, stereotypically, they want to stay part of Britain or mm. the UK ah. or Great Britain. I think Northern Ireland is in Great Britain, but it's not in Britain. It's in the UK, but it's not in Britain. Or Great Britain. Wow, look at you getting educated here. <laughs> but... But the but more Catholic people that live in Northern Ireland want to be part of Ireland. They want to be part of Ireland. They're saying let's get let's get rid of cut the, the shit. Let's yep, because we're on an island. Yeah, so see that's saying, me. I'm fucking. Saying, I want to be part of Ireland, get, yeah, dude. Yeah. 
So you, I think you would you would enjoy the the Peace Lounge tour. Okay, it's very fun. Fucking and going. like the guys who do it are wild. Are they? You know what I mean? Like they well they were like they were in it, you know. And yeah. now they're just a tour guy. It would be like you getting a tour of Alcatraz from Al Capone. Jesus Christ! He's been in it. Yeah. So the guy's not just telling you stories. He's yeah, like, I did that. I did that. Yeah. See like that Twelve people died here. See that guy's foot over there. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I cut that off. Yeah. 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 Cool. Because I like. I like to plan stuff when I'm away. Like when I was in Australia, every day I was going out to try and see and do things sure. and take as much of it in as possible. So do you balance that against find time to like relax? And 100%. Not do anything? But I feel like I used to be the I don't want to do anything guy. Yeah. And you need a bit of that. Yeah. But an extreme of that is too much. And that's what I was. Right, right. Like, I was a guy who was like, nothing ever. Yeah. Do not propose a thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just about wake up, eat, sleep. Yeah. Eat something else, lay down, <laughs> go to the show. Yeah. And I did that for a long time. It's just not, it's just not the, the best way to, I think, go through life even. Yeah. And the extreme is that you do need to conserve. You have to, everybody has to conserve. Like, I think people don't understand you need energy yeah. to what looks very casual on stage, a guy just standing and talking. Yes. It actually takes a tremendous amount of focus yeah. and mental energy. So, like, you just, you know, you figure out what works for you. Everyone's different. But, yeah, like, yeah. I'm doing this right now. I don't normally go out in shorts, but we're going to work out right after this. If I knew you were doing shorts, yeah. I'd have done shorts. Well, it's just because we're going to the gym. So we're going yeah. to the gym from here. Um, with an Irish strongman, oh, okay. um, uh, Pow Dwyer. So okay. he's coming to, to pick us up from here. We're right. going to go work out. Okay. Um, so I'll do that, and that's going to kind of be the activity yeah, for the yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. After that, it'll be I don't know mid afternoon or something, and we'll go back probably eat something and then chill. You know, because you got to like you yes. got to kind of chill. And then tomorrow's an arena show, so. It'll be a casual day. I won't do an outing for tomorrow. Right, right. But I'll I'll get up, have breakfast, um, work out at some point on arena. I don't normally do sound checks, but I do at arenas, so I'll go right, do, I'll do right. the sound check tomorrow. Go back to the hotel, just like take it easy. Now, when you're in Belfast, would you like like if I could get? Do you know what I'm obsessed with? Getting access to tunnels. Yeah, that sounds cool. Like, is there anything you want to do like that? That I, is there anything you've Belfast is a place if you ever wanted to do something. It's that small of a place where everyone knows someone. I mean, the I've been trying to get in tunnels more, for a long time. The more like grimy and exclusive yeah. and harder to get, I, I'm, I'm into. You were it. talking about museums. Belfast kind of place a little bit loose, so we could get into the Ulster Museum and like, you know, there's like mummified remains there, sort of place we could fucking crack that open. I mean, like I said, we could fuck around. The darker, or like drive a DeLorean or something. Yeah, that that keeps getting pitched to me. Yeah, it's like the third city. They're like, you want to drive a DeLorean? I'm yeah. like, why does this keep happening? Well, here? that's well. This is where we. This is we we built them. I didn't. Uh, I would like to drive a DeLorean. Yeah. 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 You could drive. You could maybe drive a DeLorean to the show. Fuck. Yeah, I'm into that. Around the peace line. That'd be great. That might actually end the troubles. <laughs> you and a DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna like, hold out. I'm going to drive by and I'm going to hold uh, a cross out the window yeah. so people know. Yeah. yeah. Or a rosary. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I always have grand plans of things I'm going to do and then I don't do them. But when I'm in America, when I see something that we don't have back home, yeah. that's my whole, like, I'll stand outside and I hop, like, 
really this is just pancakes you know <laughs> I can't get there's a lot I just can't get over out there yeah you know it's but see like I think doesn't that also kind of blow your mind this the size of that kind like geographically oh, so enormous and what's wild is and Australia is so much further away like yeah. it takes like six hours for me to get I say hours in a weird way <laughs> um, to get I, to New I York. figured it out right <laughs> but in Australia I'm going to the other side of the world yes and everything looks the same as it does at it, home. That's a mind fuck. But America doesn't. Yeah. Like your street signs. Like I feel like America probably had an option at the start. They're like, do you want to just have everything like kind of similar to Europe? And they were like, no, let's no. put our own stamp on these street signs and yeah. things like that. We do everything to make life more difficult. I mean, when you finally get to the point where you understand how the metric system works. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is actually very easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so simple. Yeah. And we just went totally... But I love, like, I know you moved out of L.A. I still, like, when I go there, yeah. I see that Hollywood sign. I'm like, I, could, I, I like, I still like going to L.A. Right. I mean, it has changed a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I like, I like going there. Mm -hmm. I, I still have friends there. I still feel quite comfortable there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd live there again, but I still enjoy my travels there. Where are you doing in Belfast? Is it the Waterfront Hall? I have no idea. I think it is. It is Waterfront Hall. It's... Unbelievable. Really? It's built like for orchestras. Oh. So the song, you could do it without a mic, theoretically. Wow. Not you those would, are cool. I like I like those venues. They're great. John Mulaney just see we never had like you guys all coming over is really like a post COVID thing. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have had that. big acts would come to Dublin, so we would travel to Dublin to see people. Yeah. But now Belfast is getting these acts. It's so good. So now is it is it a whole thing to travel? into Dublin from Belfast? Well, there's no border or any, well, there's no hard border. Or but isn't there going to be? Well, this is one of the things people are kicking off about. Yeah. So because of Brexit, technically, yeah. you would be crossing in, if you go from Belfast to Dublin, yeah. you'd be crossing into the European Union. Yeah. So some people are like, let's get a border. Other people don't want a border. Yeah. It's pretty complicated, but it's so, like, you don't know you're going to a different place. So there's no currently checks. no... No, no, no. But isn't that probably going to happen? I don't think so. I think when you get into that DeLorean, we can decide from there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want it to, it's not happening. I don't want them to have a border. You don't? Yeah. Neither do no. I, because it'd be such a hassle. No. Let's it's just so easy just to breeze like, Here's the easiest solution to all this bullshit. <laughs> Please. I can't believe nobody is. <laughs> Please. Just all become Catholic, man. It's so much easier. <laughs> I'll convert. <laughs> yeah, that's my speech. I'll speak to my rabbi yeah. and see if I can convert. No, I'm the worst Catholic, too. I was raised by people who are so devout. So into it, yeah. Yeah, they're so devout. They love they, it. They love it. They yeah. love it. And, like, yeah. my mom still goes to Mass a few few times a week. Yeah. Irish mothers of a certain age love the Pope and yeah. JFK. That's, that's, he's huge here. He's huge, yeah. Yeah. To yeah, the I point where I don't that. know if they know he's... Yeah, and like they're still they're like, like he's so handsome. Like, it's a pretty old photo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's it's funny when the age where my parents realized. I think they tried for a long time to be like, you guys are going to be like hardcore Catholic too, right? Yeah, <laughs> and you kind of sell it to them for a while. You're like, yeah, 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 and yeah. then one day you're just like, I'm not going. Right. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Like they realize it's. I think it's like especially where I'm from, like. People and families nowadays are so mixed. Yeah. You have a bit of everything in there. But like, there's very few, not that there's very few, but it's becoming less and less of a thing where people are like, me and my whole family are this. Yeah. You know, usually like it's pretty intertwined. I want to ask your advice on 
So I I did a place in Belfast on my tour last year called the Opera House, mm-hmm. the Grand Opera House, which is like a Victorian style opera house, really cool, really old. And I was like, I'm gonna use I'm gonna shoot a special here. So we shot five shows. Shot five shows. Same outfit, um, five cameras, and it turned out real nice. And then two weeks later, I was doing America, brought a videographer, and I said, just just document it. We're not going to film the shows properly, but just document the trip. But then all the clubs in America had like four camera, 4K setup anyway. So they're like, if you just bring a hard drive, if you want your show film, we'll give you it. So we started filming those shows. And after the first one, it was like, that was like such a cool show. Yeah. And it's in America. So why don't we just keep filming these? Mm-hmm. So now I just bend the Opera House stuff. So like five nights, big investment. Yeah. But I was like, when I gig outside of home, people are so curious about it because we have such a, yeah. we're from like a pretty mild place. We have a very specific style of humor and people always say, what material do you do when you, how does your material go in America? Sure. But of course you don't talk about home to the point where it's references that people out there aren't going to get. So I think people are so curious about how I would do in America. Yeah. So we took like the four best shows, Cobb, San Francisco, Stan, New York, Improv LA, and Zanies in Chicago. And I cut the R up. Remember that Chris Rock one where yeah. he all around the world? Totally. So we cut between the four shows, shot it like you're in the audience of a comedy club, as opposed to like the Opera House one was going to be like a nice concert one. Yeah. But this is like you're in the audience. Intimate, yeah. And cut between them. And now that is like the special. So I'm 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 just gonna put this out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We did speak to streamers, but it was kind of like sit on it for a while, and we'll see. But I just want to get it out. Mm-hmm. So, what would be your advice to me about the best way to just pump that out? Is it like great promo ideas? Is there a time where I should post it? Well, you always like the trends always are changing. Yeah, right? and but they're also always pretty clear. Like mm-hmm. you can't deny evidence and yeah. facts so it's undeniable that the thing that is tracking the most right now online for stand-up are clips in short form primarily on tiktok yeah and secondarily on instagram and youtube so in other words you put out the hour material and then chopping it up and pumping it on those platforms is the Current, in yep. the moment, greatest way to get traction. Clips from all types of people, whether they're well-known or not, like they just find audiences if like the material is grabbing people. Yeah. So like I don't think that people need to really overthink these things. Like, yeah, it's great to do a promo or to, or, you know, pump it. Yeah, it's great to have, you know, a guest that might elevate that podcast where it comes out or maybe you do a big pot and like that'll help. But the truth is that clip short thing is what people are into. People are into watching minute 30 to three minute clips. Like that's just what is, it's undeniable. And then you put a bookmark at the end, you put a thing at the end. Go watch the special here. And the truth is like some of those clips, the little ones will get, way more 
views and traction than the hour thing. Yes. But it still gets the same end goal, yeah, which is yeah. like people being like, who is this guy? Yeah. Or I now know this guy. Yeah. And, um, and then they're enjoying your stuff. So yeah. like, I think trying to overthink how to do this yeah. is where people get in their own way. So right. Put it on YouTube. Everybody has YouTube. YouTube's amazing. Yeah. And then cut up those bits and put it on those platforms. And like, look, the, the stand-up platform of the moment really is TikTok. Yeah, really yeah. Is. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what we find, like podcast clips. Like, I think we would only kind of be known in Northern Ireland. Like, now there's people who listen, not just, so like when I'm in Australia, I'm blown away that there's Australian people. Of course. Who listen to the podcast. I'm yeah. like, what's your link to home? And they go, oh, we don't have one. Yeah. You know, because I assume. They're like, I just found Like it. with the eBay people. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's uh, great though. Congrats on that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I just think it's a, it's it's a better way to do, like the concert and stuff would have been nice and it looks professional, it looks polished. Yeah. But this is just something different, you know. I got to make sure that this. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we're 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 we're. No, no. We're I just want to make sure that this power lifter is not upset outside. Okay. Tell him I'll kick his fucking if yeah. he's got a problem. Yeah, dude, you got to <laughs> see this fucking guy. The big guy, dude. Here, you don't know this dude. No. This guy. Oh, oh, okay. I do know him because there was a clip. Yeah, there was yeah. some viral clip of him. I'm going to tell him you said he was a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him if he's interested in getting circumcised. Yeah. I've got a <laughs> promo yeah. code. He can come down to Belfast yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm coming to your show in Belfast, which is going to be great. You are? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Of course. Like, having acts like you and the John, Mul- John Mulaney was here like about a month and a half ago, uh, Kevin Hart, all these guys, like this is, because I'm such a big fan of American comedy. Yeah. You guys coming to my city is like, blows me away. It's the best thing. So we used to always have to travel. And it's great. I think we've got good venues. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a, it's the crowd are up for it. Yeah. You know? They're, Can't wait to um, talk about my day in the tunnels. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. Honestly, we can get on. There's underground tunnels in Belfast and they're on the verge of letting me in. Yeah. They're not open to the public, but like... Should I open like just with hardcore Catholic stuff? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And close. And close. Yeah. Just do the hour. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you could do, you know the way you did a set in Spanish? Yeah. If you could do a set in Irish. Irish. Oh, yeah. That would How kill. is your Irish? Terror. I, I, I can't. There's, ve- there's like a very small amount of people who can speak it and they're so into it. But you will get people, even people who went to like a Catholic school and learned Irish. It's patchy. What can you, you say? It? Can you say something in Irish? Oh, slantia. Which is? Cheers. That's it? You know, cheers? Pogue Mahone, kiss my arse. I know the things that Irish Americans You're saying Americans it. Know. Yeah, I was going to say, you're saying it like a guy from Iowa. Like, <laughs> Pogue Mahone. Like, you can't even put a little Irish flair on it? <laughs> Pogue Mahone. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Please. You just, speak, you just speak English with with that accent. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of it. Not sketchy, but well enough time to translate your shit. That'll yeah. Be fine. Um, Tom, I appreciate you doing this so much on your day off. No, it's my pleasure, man. Massive fan. I'm very excited for the show. We've got the tunnels. We've got the DeLorean. DeLorean. We're going to end. You're setting that up, right? The DeLorean? I'll set the DeLorean up. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, can you let it rip? Like, they let you, like, punch it? Okay. I think there's, like, 12 of them left. 12. like, fuck it. Were they made there? Yeah. In Belfast? Yeah. In a factory by John DeLorean, but he fucked it. Cocaine? You know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, there were, there were, everyone knows someone who knows someone with a DeLorean. Really? Yeah. In Belfast, they yeah. do? Yeah. Have you been to Austin, by the way, to Texas? No. Are you going to go? I want to do Austin, New Orleans, a couple other places. I've only done like the 
the places you'd imagine someone would go. Joe's new club is if that makes rad. sense. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah, that, really great. That's such a like. I feel so much of it is like you've got your nose on the glass, yeah. looking at people. Like being here, like the pound for pound, the stand up scene in Belfast is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like people really support their own and local acts are playing the arenas and that, that doesn't happen in a lot of places but when you're on Instagram and you see like American comics and they're doing Joe's New Club yeah. in the store it, it's uh, that's why when I go to those places it's like it's like I that place two. is great there's also the Creek in the Cave yes yeah which yeah. is uh, in Austin which is really great too yeah um, well there's a ton you know we have, yeah. a, we have a great infrastructure that's one thing that yeah. I've learned from traveling and touring the world is like and talking to comics yeah is like how fortunate we are as comedians just to have that infrastructure of like just clubs yes yeah all over the place so yeah you, you but there's so many good ones in the in the states that are really cool like it would be really cool for you to do acme in minneapolis okay it's like one of the best clubs in the world right comedy works in denver yeah yeah that's, people people shoot specials there all the time. It's, it's like magical. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. magical. Yeah, it's not I, fair. It fucks you. Like we always used to go. It's like flying business. And you go. It is like flying business. Yeah. But you get there and you do a weekend and you're like, it's actually good that I don't live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this would give me the illusion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This was like all the time. That yeah. That like this is normal. Yeah. 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 No, I need to. I need to figure out going to a few places because I've just been going back to the same places. Yeah, you got. You got. I love it, but I need to go see different places. You got to do that. You got to do it. There's so much. There's yeah, really yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. And is there an IHOP in Austin? Is there an IHOP in Austin? Because that's going to sweat. <laughs> I think there is, but you know we're like barbecue capital. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. biscuits, like yeah. you know, southern yeah. states, like their biscuits. Mm-hmm. We call um, those bops. You call those what? Bops. Bops. A bop. A bop. <laughs> a bop B-A-P a bop, bop. yeah so how you say it you say bop we call those baps yeah we're gonna have a bop we're gonna have a bop put, put that pulled pork in a bop and that's a biscuit or what? no that's a that's a bop like a, a bread bop, roll a bread roll yeah yeah what do you, what's a biscuit to you oh a biscuit's like for dunking in your tea dunking sweet in biscuit your tea. yeah yeah what are all the different ones so there's bop and uh, biscuit there's a bop biscuit loaf is bread loaf is bread do you know what doot is a doot a doot doot yeah, if you look at that dude. What's that? Vagina. Okay. And a fanny a fanny is Oh yeah, vagina. A vagina too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a knob is like a cock. Yes. Yeah. These are all different. Or a or a yeah, a Willard. A Willard? Yeah, Willard. Yeah. Or a Cory? No. That's that's a that's a British thing then. I don't know. It could be like an English thing, maybe. It's English. It for sure is. A Cory? Yeah. No. Pull out your fucking search machine. There's no way. There's a fucking way, and we're going to talk about it. A Corey? A Corey, yeah. Like C-O-R-E-Y or Q yeah. or where the breakstones. Is that slang? Nothing yet. What? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to do your job. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to phone an English guy? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I wonder, do I know one English guy? Okay, Dan, who do we know that's English? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, the first thing, the first thing, literally, that comes Slang up. for the penis, but, oh, oh, it's Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it must be Corey, I bet you there's a name, Corey something, and that's rhyming slang for something else. Okay. 
but whatever. I don't know all your guys' goddamn yeah. backwards bullshit over here, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You still found nothing? I'm looking up for Cockney Rains. Our internet in Ireland is kind of... We're still on 2G, so we might not have that. Okay. Or what else do we have? So I would say my Corey's cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what... If I go pro-circumcision and I maybe... Corey's cuts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you could... Corey cuts. Yeah, you could do a whole, like, yeah. pro-Corey cut. Yeah. Get your Corey cut. Get, Get your, your Corey cut, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I need to... Um, I need to arrange a trip, go to places outside of the places I've been. Yep. Um, I'd say, yeah, I need to see more of America. I feel like I go to tourist places, but I need to see the real parts, you know? Yeah, the real parts might turn you off, so you might want to stay. No, I think, the... I'd, I think I'd like it. Yeah? Yeah, I think I'd like it. Because I, I, I love, like I still, I'm at the point, I've been to New York maybe 10 times, and I'll still go to Times Square and go. Really? Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like I stay at times. People are like, "Don't stay, at, stay Times at Times Square." I'm like, "How am I going to see it? I'm not staying there." Yeah, I watch. I've seen every billboard. You know, by the time they yeah, change, yeah. I'm like, "What's the next and you one going to be?" It. Yeah, I'm taking weed. You know, oh, Coca Cola. And I'm in like, LA, where where do you stay? You stay in Hollywood, so you can look at the Hollywood. Stay West thing? Hollywood. You do. Yeah. Do you hear that? Like, am I standing like the most? No, no. West scene? Hollywood has cool stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 But I, I, the last time I was there, I stayed directly across the road from the comedy store at the Pendry at the Hotel Ziggy. Okay. Um, and that was kind of cool because it was right beside it. So we just went to every show. Really? And I, I you said about um, bringing that act on, calling him Mr. Yeah. I, I, I call Bobby Lee Mr. Bobby. Mr. Bob? Mr. Bobby. Mr. Bobby. Yeah, Mr. Bobby. I had like a panic when I saw him. Oh, I, yeah. was like, uh, I was like, I just, I just want to say, huge fan, really enjoyed the set. And he, he chatted to me for like a break. You know what, like, you don't expect it. So you just want to say hello and you've like almost started yeah. to say goodbye and then they start a conversation and you realise you got to pivot to be back in the conversation yeah. I was like oh no worries and then at the he's like i got to go do that and I said no worries I was like thanks for chatting Mr Bobby I just I panicked and I wanted him to sh I wanted to show him the respect I think I might have bowed I don't know I didn't bow but um, I yeah. hope you bowed but still seeing these guys, when I see these because at the comedy store you just see people walk in the corridor yeah <gasps> yeah it's true it's that, a cool place oh so cool yeah and like the, even just being in that green room thing at the improv and there's mm -hmm. all these like big comics there and you're trying to like play it cool I love it that's cool I love all that stuff yeah those are those are fun places too Who is there still a comic that would make you like a little bit oh wow you know I the two that I've recently met that I meaning in like the last couple years mm -hmm. that I was like I definitely was like yeah. With were John Stewart, yeah, and Chris Rock, oh, okay. because they they both were like guys, and I still admire them. But I'm saying like, who I was watching, yes, even before I did stand up, yeah, you know. And there's that thing sometimes as well of you don't expect these people to stay. You don't expect to still be able to go to see these people perform. Yeah, like I went to see Elton John recently, and I was like, how mad that he was. In the 60s, he was performing. We're in 2023, and that's him. Yeah. Same with the Rolling Stones. Saw them in Dublin. And I was like, they were, they're really, they're still doing, I'm still able to see this, the way people yeah. saw them in the 60s. Although the only thing that wasn't rock and roll is Mick Jagger kept disappearing yeah. off stage. He'd like 
do a little bit of a dance the band would come on and he'd nip off and my, we were really close to the front and my wife's like what's he doing back there with yeah. his nose he had a handkerchief and he oh. kept going off to blow his nose and I was like that's ruined the illusion that I've seen that sure you know that he has a little runny nose a little runny nose yeah but it was still good do you know who else is in Dublin right now who Bruce Springsteen he is he's actually and he was in because I was in Barcelona oh. and he was in Barcelona and then I was in Madrid and I think he was in have Madrid. you routed this to follow the Bruce Springsteen. No, so this is funny. I mean, also he was at my hotel, so we were in the same hotel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um but you want to know something? Yeah. I don't know anything about Bruce Springsteen. I've never listened to the him play <laughs> yeah. and I got invited to his show and I said no thanks. <laughs> in Bar in Spain? Here too. And I I got backstage offered and I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was him asking. No, yeah. it wasn't him, at the breakfast buffet. But I was like, no. <laughs> like, mo so most people would would be like, I'll go and maybe just like show your face, but you're just you. Have... I have zero interest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you want to go see this fucking ballerina? Do I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I mean, here's the thing: when you say I'm not a fan, it yeah. sounds like you're saying I don't, I don't like, like you. It. you just what don't I'm saying it. is like I'm not. Yes. Um, well versed. Yes. And I like the idea of going to this stadium to watch him do this shit. I'm like, I don't do you know want to do that. What would be sad is every night after his performance, he's in it and he's killed it and he's looking out for you. And then he always just does that thing. Tom, here. He goes to the box office. He's like, yeah. did he pick them up? Pick up his tickets. Yeah. They're like, no, you sold 70,000. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah, like, I, um, I just have zero interest. Yeah. I have zero interest. <laughs> the boss. Yeah, yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Don't don't care. <laughs> you think I'm not saying that like people would be <laughs> yeah. like you're not better than him. Like I don't think I am. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't care you to don't see this. Want to go? What would it change things if? So tomorrow morning, or you go back to the hotel, you do a workout, you go back to the hotel, you shower, you maybe go down to the lobby for a coffee. Right. Bruce sits down beside you. Yeah. He says, Tom, I think you. I heard you were doing tea with me today. Can yeah. you get me on? Whatever. He says, Listen. I'm doing. I'm doing a show. We uh, where are you I'm going doing to a show this? Glasgow? Yeah, we're going to overlap in Glasgow. Yeah, it would mean a lot. And he's and he, you know, he's an older guy. Yeah, and he, he's cr just a little bit. He's crying. Yeah, he said it would really mean. He said I can't go into it for personal reasons. Yeah, it would mean a lot to me if you if you came to the show. Yeah, you know what much. I would say. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna <laughs> do my best to make it. And then, I think that would be enough for him. Yeah, and then I'll be like, you know what, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And then I wouldn't go. But when he asked me, I'd be like, that was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, look, dude, I'm not fucking going. I also got asked by the person who offered me, like, this incredible access. When I go, I don't want to go. They were like, seriously? And I was like, no, no one's ever turned. They're like, you can watch Bruce Shaw after the show. I was like, show. I go, no. And they're like, really? And because go, no. they're, sorry, they're waiting for your reason as to why you can't make it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I can't make it because of this. Yeah. So they're like, you can't make it because of, and you're just, I just can't make it. <laughs> who would you go, like, who would you go and see on your night off, all access? <sighs> well, music wise. Who would I go yeah. see? I mean, there's a lot of acts. I don't act like the... There's just... There's a lot of acts, but there's acts that are very popular... Yes. ...that I wouldn't go see. Would you go see Ed Sheeran? I did. Oh? I did. That's 
funny that it's like go see Ed yes all in and they're like if you enjoyed that Bruce Springs you're like no absolutely not did you meet Ed I did not meet Ed um, I was in New Zealand right were we in Auckland I don't think we were I don't think it was in Auckland we were in New Zealand and I, I don't think it was Auckland actually it was maybe it was Wellington or mm-hmm. fuck I don't remember now let me but, run people by you and ask you would you accept access all areas okay to okay uh, Van Morrison no what at the zero interest I'm just telling you who I'm interested in seeing okay okay Snoop Dogg uh, yeah I would go to that Roy Orbison no he's dead yeah um, Paul McCartney little intimate so- acoustic solo gig you sold people. me you sold me on the intimate part right yeah. right, right. Um, Ray J what Ray J Ray J yeah intimate <laughs> show <laughs> he's got a string quartet <laughs> do you know I had a CD single Brandy and Ray J Another Day in Paradise really I had I had a couple brandy singles. Only a few day, only a few years ago, I realized that was a Phil Collins song. And when I saw it, my first thought was, Phil Collins cover of Brandy and Ray J in the Damn Paradise. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, uh, you had a few brand. The boy is mine. Was oh, that her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to go. No, uh, no, no. Tell, tell me. I want. Please, this list is so good. Please tell me a few more. Streisand. No. Kanye West because that's such an unpredictable night well that's the thing is that at this point yeah I really feel like when I've seen him in this manic state I'm mm-hmm. like this is so crazy that like there'll if I want to see crazy I'll just see the clips from this I don't think I need yeah. to like yeah be in the room yeah. and be like just spend an hour going like this to someone like <laughs> <laughs> and then looking back at the stage and keep going. NSYNC <laughs> without Timberlake? NSYNC without Timberlake. Mm-hmm. No, but would I go to Timberlake a thousand percent? Right. Timberlake with the rest of the boys? Sure. But I mean, I would I would go see that dude in a heartbeat. Last one. Please make it a legend. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like... Okay, it's 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 you've got to travel like an hour for this. I travel an hour for yeah, this. Yeah, but it's access all areas, everything. Man, this okay. Um, Adam Levine. No, are you <laughs> out of your fucking mind? <laughs> with Maroon Five. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Not a chance. Adam Levine with Ray J. No. No. Brandy. New album though, an hour. Only doing the new album, but hour. Yeah, no, two hours. It's <laughs> <laughs> not enough. It's not enough. Um, okay, we have to. We're getting kicked out. Okay, right. um, but I massively appreciate you. Absolutely. To do this. Thank you so much. Thanks Paul. for the tea. No, no worries. What kind of tea was it? That was Panjana. Sounds exotic, but they make it in Belfast. Really? Yeah, just to make it sound exotic. Belfast tea probably wouldn't sell internationally. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed your tea. I I'll did. See you at the Belfast show. Okay. Thank you for the advice on the special and enjoy your time in Ireland. Appreciate you. Thank you so Catholics. much. Go Catholics. <laughs> go, go Catholicism. <laughs>